As you all well know, patriots assembled on January 6th at the United States Capitol to peacefully protest a stolen election. Approximately a million liberty-loving Americans stood in unity and exercised their constitutional right to redress their grievances. Historically, the protest took a violent turn when Capitol Police officers started inciting and brutalizing an unarmed crowd, even killing four defenseless American citizens on the steps of our own Capitol. Now over 900 January Sixers and their families had been persecuted by the Biden regime and the FBI, violently arrested and abused and tortured in prison. Some spending over 20 months locked away in gulag-like conditions, political prisons inside our very own United States. They're being held without bond, visitations, haircuts, religious services, access to evidence and attorneys, and in many cases, complete solitary confinement. This atrocity highlights the two-tier justice system that villainizes conservative patriots and rewards career criminals. That's why we started the J6 Legal Fund to help retain competent conservative attorneys for our newest national heroes. J6 Legal Fund was created by J6 political prisoner Jake Lang to ensure full transparency in directing 100% funds to legal costs. Not a single penny is wasted. In the next upcoming months, hundreds of J6 Patriots will be standing trial against the full force of the corrupt Department of Justice and biased DC jury pools. The need for strong legal representation is greater now more than ever. That's where you come in. The J6 families are truly grateful for your generous support. Let's bring our men home. Please donate today whatever God puts on your heart. Go to j6legal.org to make your donation. Thank you, and God bless America. First and foremost, I am on the phone here with Jake Lang. Unfortunately, Jake Lang is not with us because Jake Lang remains in prison as a persecuted um, patriot from January 6th. So, Jake, thank you for joining us on the show today. Um, can you tell people a little bit about you and your background before January 6th, and then we'll get into what's happened since? Of course. Hey, Mel. Hey, Rob. God bless you guys. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Uh, my name is Jake Lang. As Mel said, I'm a January 6th political prisoner for over a thousand days now without a trial. Um, I'm being held in the Washington, D.C. gulag. I'm in the basement right now in solitary confinement in what's known as the hole. I've been here for nearly three years, and uh, I'm an entrepreneur from New York. I'm 28 years old now. I was 25 on January 6th. Um, I, I love business. I love my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I love the Constitution of America. And uh, I'm making my stand and doing my duty as a, a patriot to uh, stand in the gap here and fight for our our freedom and our liberty in this country. And you have been, and you've been a great champion. And I don't know how you keep up uh, being so positive and so supportive of everyone else, which you are. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you are one of the people who has not gone to trial. And a lot of people cannot understand why this is happening. Um, you're not alone, but you are one of the few. And I wanted to talk a little bit about what makes your case unique here 
and uh, what people should know, because then we'll get into the the what happened today with the appeal with the Supreme Court. Yeah, uh, thank you, Mel. So, I mean, my case, I, I'm one of many Jan Sixers. There's 1,400 currently right now persecuted Americans that have been charged with crimes from January 6th. 230 of us are behind bars. And there's probably about two dozen of us who have been behind bars and not given a trial yet. So I'm in that, you know, rare category there where they're just indefinitely detaining me, basically, without due process, but with, you know, in torturous conditions, solitary confinement, and, you know, all kinds of horrible stuff. We could get into that, but, um, you know, after getting pepper sprayed in my cell and, you know, being punched in the gut for singing the national anthem. I mean, it's it being moved to 13 different prisons since I've been locked up. Um, but the, the question that you asked why I haven't gone to trial is meant as multifaceted. Um, I think the primary reason is because I was in a particular place on January 6th, the West Terrace Tunnel, where a woman named Rose Van Boylan was murdered in my arm. She was killed by Capitol Police brutality. She was sprayed with chemical weapons, asphyxiated, trampled, and beaten while she was on the ground. I'm an eyewitness to this. My star witness in my case, Philip Anderson, the young black man who God put me in the right place at the right time, I was able to save his life on January 6th. So he says he's a court sworn affidavit. He also witnessed the death of Roseanne Boyle and he held her hand as she was being trampled and killed by the Capitol Police. So you have this, this scenario where a woman died in my arm. I'm credited with saving two men's lives that day as well. Right. And they don't want that to go to trial. They don't want Philip Anderson, who's a black man, going in front of a mostly black jury in Washington, D.C. and pointing at me and saying, this man's not a criminal. He saved my life from the Capitol Police. You know, Black Lives Matter. Right. Uh, police brutality almost killed me. And this Jewish uh, Christian man saved my life. And so they've been postponing my case. And actually, my case was supposed to go to trial in October. They arrested Philip Anderson right. oh. nearly three years after he was almost killed, um, just three weeks before my trial. So they're doing witness tampering and they're doing witness intimidation and they're trying to make it so Philip can't testify in my trial. That's the biggest reason. Right. And the other reason is my case is also going to Supreme Court. Yeah. You know, uh, Laura Logan did a whole show on uh, a lot of this different stuff, including Roseanne. And I have to say, uh, I was shocked when Philip was arrested. I had followed his case and yours, obviously, because I've known you for you know a few years now. Um, it is so disturbing. He's out there uh, talking a lot. He's already said that about you and Roseanne and all of this. Um, what are the um, what is going on in there? I, people really need to understand this is a gulag level hell, uh, and and the American people are being lied yeah. to. People um, hear the stories, but they can't possibly imagine what it's like in there for you and how you're being treated. And I want people to understand because now, as you know, a lot of footage is coming out about January 6th. And the more that comes out, the more people, and it's happening, it's not just Twitter and everywhere. It's people that are not online or for the first time, honestly, seeing the truth. And uh, they need to understand, uh, it's not just that they arrested you guys, they took, they're not giving you a trial. They're they're treating you terribly by design on purpose, correct? One hundred percent. Well, it's one hundred percent by design. Really, the environment that I'm in and that the January sixers are being subjected to is cruel and unusual punishment. Right. And it's designed to break people's conviction, break their resolve, so that they basically become like government lapdogs and just take whatever plea deals thrown at them. 
because they're so tortured, they're so distraught, they're so disheartened that they will, you know, basically do anything to get out of it, you know, the relax, relax we're in. And, you know, some of the things, just to give a quick breakdown, um, conditions have changed drastically all over the place. Like I said, I've been moved to 13 prisons. I know. Um, for the first 15 months I was incarcerated, I wasn't allowed to have a family visit. I wasn't allowed to have a haircut or shave. Oh my we God. finally got to go outside for fresh air and sunlight ever. Uh, we were subjected to, you know, random beatings and pepper spray. I mean, it, it changed a lot. Uh, I'm in solitary confinement now. That's one thing that really doesn't change. Wherever I go, they end up keeping me in solitary confinement. The 35 months I've been incarcerated, 21 of them have been in complete solitary confinement. For what reason? What, what is the reasoning to have you in solitary confinement, or do they just come up with them over and over? They changed their reasons. I mean, originally, um, solitary confinement was because of COVID. They hid behind COVID God. and kept us all locked in ourselves 22 hours a day, 23 hours a day even, um, for, for many months uh, under the mask of COVID, no pun intended. Right. Um, and they, you know, they've changed it now. Now I'm in uh, administrative segregation. They've tried to take me out of the Patriot Bond. Um, because of a lot of the stuff that we do, the legal funds, the fundraising. Wow. You know, there's been a lot of uh, yeah. movement there. They're trying to basically ostracize me from the community because we have such an impact. Yeah. And, you know, I've been stuck down here for many reasons. One time for asking for Bible studies. Um, they pepper sprayed me and threw me in the hole. Other times for going on hunger strike because they tried to take away my um, communication abilities. I mean, the the... The story can only be put in a book, and you know, yeah, amidst of like, we have our, the book on pre-order, and you know, we're typing it out now. But it's literally, I mean, this is a trilogy. This is like yeah. uh, three years of torture. Yeah. Now let me ask you. Um, we saw. I mean, I I cried when uh when um the Proud Boys all got seditious conspiracy, which they did not do. That wasn't even real. I mean, Terrio wasn't even in D.C. But um, with all these advanced charges, these terrorism charges, uh, is that another thing that is happening that they're treating you as if as if you you're some kind of domestic terrorist? Because this is all new, and I always knew the Patriot Act was unconstitutional and the most dangerous thing ever to pass in America. But it appears that they're using all of the things in the Patriot Act against you guys, especially you. A hundred percent. Well, they're late, you know. The whole entire narrative of January 6th that the mainstream news media has been spinning with the January 6th Collect Committee part, you know what I mean, yeah. uh, propaganda for is spinning with the papers as insurrectionists, domestic terrorists, violent, you know, extremists and stuff so that they could um, basically get away with treating us however they want, destroying our lives, taking away our voices and just rounding us all up. And so they really have been trying to paint that picture, but I think the American people, like you said, Speaker Johnson's releasing the videotape. We're doing so much work to try to get the truth out there. Yeah. But the American people are, are are busting on the narrative. They're saying, no, this is a bunch of garbage. What you guys have been feeding us for years isn't true. These are innocent American citizens who stood up, uh, exercised their First Amendment right to redress the grievance of a stolen election. Uh, they're constitutionalists and they're patriots, and they shouldn't be getting treated like this inside the jails or inside these uh, railroading Soviet courtrooms that we're in. Yeah, um, it's almost it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable at this point. And and 
you know, there are a lot more people awake. Now, let me ask you today. Um, now, a lot of us have heard about this question about um, that you the uh, congressional proceeding was interrupted, that that's not true. You know, a lot of people are saying there was there was nobody armed. There can't be an insurrection. Nobody was trying to, to do anything like that. So today the Supreme Court is looking at something uh, that concerns your case. Can you tell my audience what that is and what the story is there? hundred percent. Guys, I want you to just take a take a seat right now because the gravity of what the Supreme Court has in their hands right now. So today they're doing a special the convening to decide whether or not to take the 1512 obstruction of Congress charge. This is a this is a 20-year maximum felony charge. Okay. It is a very serious charge. Um and 320 January 6th patriots have been charged with this. Most of us are incarcerated right now. And Donald Trump himself has been charged with this charge. Right. It is more than just this particular charge, though, that the Supreme Court has in their hands right now. Basically, this is the this is the key charge that the DOJ has weaponized the law code against the American people. And so, really, what that stake here right now is: is America going to sit idly by? Is the, the Justice Department and, and, and the judicial system, the Supreme Court, when keeping them? going to sit by as the American political system basically is weaponized one party against the other, and where you can persecute people for their political beliefs. And so they have in their hands right now the ability to restore faith and hope in the entire judicial system, which people cannot even believe is happening. The, the, you know, like you said, the probably 22 years for Sario. How can people trust that our what are all great fundamental institutions, the, the, the justice system, if they're doing this. So the Supreme Court has in their hands right now the ability to take in this case and to restore hope that there is justice in America, that we are a country of freedom and justice and liberty. And telling you the political implications and the gravity of this are so amazing. Um, Donald Trump could end up in prison or not in prison by what they decide to do today. The current Republican frontrunner, president, could either escape imprisonment or be, you know, if he goes to trial on a 1512 charge in Washington, D.C., he'll be found guilty in a prison in March of 2024. Right. So this, I mean, the implications are just incredible. So, guys, we're we're in prayer. We're in prayer and fasting right now. As we discuss this now, they are in the building making this decision. I know. And, oh, let's pray. Let's pray. Yeah, I've been praying. And I, and I have to tell you, there has been a tremendous amount. I know you're in there, but you... Uh, you are a real voice and a real fighter and you keep up on this stuff, but there is a lot of things coming to light. I see a lot of cases out there, uh, whether it's COVID, election fraud, January 6th, we now have the Seth Rich case has re-entered the, the realm. The uh, Julian Smollett case hoax has re-entered. Um, we have a lot of different cases, the Derek Chauvin railroad trial from the George Floyd case. There's so much going on that it, it's, it's like a tsunami of implications on this rogue DOJ, FBI weaponization against the people. Um, and your case is certainly one of them. So I am praying the Supreme Court uh, does the right thing because, as you know, um, a, a lot of video has come out, not just about, uh, you know, you, so you we talked about the last time you were on, Pelosi's daughter was basically filming a, a fictionalized uh, documentary two days before January 6th even started. And through that, we've seen a lot of these people. We saw John Sullivan, who uh, was filming that 
a lot of the uh, different people that were there. What of the things that have been released uh, do you think people should be most aware of or do you think are are most impactful and maybe we should go find and maybe I'll add to uh, this show today? What 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 that's been released to you uh, are most important for people to see? Well, unfortunately, there's only been 80 hours officially released by um, Speaker Johnson, but we have on our hands, we've, you know, been sleuthing for, for three years, right. you know, conglomerating, you know, police body cams and stuff. I think watching police body cams for the everyday average American will really um, enlighten people to see, like, this is somebody's first-person point of view of them, you know, hitting somebody with a baton, pushing um, one person on top of a dog pile of, of 30 other people, yeah. you know, causing a reverse stampede and, right. you know, the death of Roseanne Boy. And I think the videos from the perspectives of the police, watching them actually commit to police brutality, to police misconduct is incredible. Yeah. And it can really change a heart in one second. But then you have the videos also on the other, the flip side, on the other side of the Capitol, the West Terrace Tunnel was very violent. The police really pedal-potted us and, and injured us and attacked us and murdered us. Right. And on the other side, you've got the police opening up doors for people, fist bumping people, welcoming them in. So you have definitely not an insurrection on one side, and then you have a police-caused riot on the other side. So you have these two, you know, basically the two main classes of January 6th that on the main part of the Capitol where people actually went inside, they were invited in, were respectful to the police. Police were respectful to them. They walked through. Nothing really major happened. And then on the other side, you have police brutality and and murder. Yeah. And so those two narratives, which really make up January 6th, the front of the building and the west side of the building, um, if people just do even just a few hours of research into that, yeah. you'll see that all the mainstream news media narrative will just disintegrate before their very eyes. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, uh, it's come out. Not only did Chip Roy uh, tell Ray to his face that he knows about ghost buses, buses coming in, Antifa in the crowd, all of that. Um, many people, uh, you're friends with Lara Logan as well as I am, have seen her series. Um, we now know that oh, at least 200, I'm saying probably way more um, uh, informants uh, and undercover from both uh, D.C. and from the FBI were in the crowd. Were you aware? Did you when you were there that day thinking back, what what was it like for you? Because I know you're you're friends with Coy and he also was, has been on the show. We're good friends. He said that he kind of saw some of this stuff that didn't look right. And in retrospect, he could pick it out. But when you were there that day, did you feel at all that there was a setup going on now, whether looking back or you felt it at the time? Um, for me, it's hard for me because the, basically the second I arrived on the scene of January 6th, um, I signed up the scaffolding and I saw horrific acts of police brutality. They dragged this woman up over the barrier and then they were like Rodney King style beating her. And I fit the video tape to myself right. and my blood went cold. And pretty much after that, I was like on 1776 mode. Like these people are tyrants murdering and attacking unarmed American citizens. And so for me, I saw January 6th as really like a, a group, you know what I mean? The, the yeah. American patriots standing back against tyranny and fighting against tyranny. Um, for me, I wasn't I wasn't in that mindset to really, I'm not trained like that. Right. To, to look for agitators in the crowd and FBI agents. I personally couldn't make it out 
But I had my horse blinders on, and I was just like, we need to defend our country. We need to defend the women and the elderly people that are being killed right. by the Capitol Police here. That these, the, these redcoats have turned their weapons on us. I mean, that's the mode I was in. Yeah. But, um, well, you also witnessed a murder. That, I, think. I know, but you went, you really yeah, witnessed, I mean, a I witnessed a murder. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, so for me, it's a little different. But looking through the video, yeah. you can see that there were. Um, I mean, you see the Capitol Police undercover agents and, and uh, FBI agents, you know, waving their arms and begging people, go forward, get in the building, get in there. I mean, and looking at that, I mean, who cannot, you know, say that there was parts of this that were orchestrated and that were planned out? Now, Jake, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about what people should know, what they can do, and and most importantly, where is your case now? Is there any... Uh, the Supreme Court situation today is a big deal, and I'm praying for that, and everyone watching is. But where is your case? What What is going on? Uh, what has your lawyer told you? Is there is there any news on your case uh, specifically? So I'm in limbo right now. I'm in definite, indefinite detention oh um, until the Supreme Court adjudicates my case. So if you decide to pick up my case, that'll be like another six months to yeah. a year or more until we get a ruling on it that I will be uh, confined. Um, but, you know, so that's, that's unfortunate. It is what it is, you know. Um, freedom isn't free. We've got to pay the cost here to, you know, the tree of liberty. You know what I mean? Yeah. And right now, the tree of liberty looks like just patiently waiting and, and crying in God and keeping faithful in prayer for me and many patriots who are really relying on this Supreme Court decision and then you know, we're preparing a mighty trial. I mean, yeah. we're trying to get, I mean, it's hard because they haven't given us the footage we need. You know, even the 44,000 hours hasn't been fully given over yet. So we haven't even been able to prepare a proper defense. Yeah. We, you know, one of the biggest egregious things that I find about January 6th is that how many January 6th patriots have been adjudicated, they've gone to trial been found guilty and are serving prison sentences and may have not had the opportunity if Congress releases, when they release this 44,000 hours of video, to go through and find exculpatory, exonerating evidence for themselves. That creates a mistrial scenario for me, I believe, on my behalf and on behalf of all the patriots. That is ridiculous. I mean, we're going to trial without full evidence, without, and that's a Brady violation. That's a due process violation from Brady material, meaning material that can help you exonerate yourself, exculpatory material, and we're just now having the first, you know, trickling out of this video. It's it's disgusting to me. And so for me in my case, right now we're preparing a, you know, a David versus Goliath scenario trial, all odds against us, you know, 99.7% conviction rate. No January 6th who have gone to trial for felonies have been have come out of there without being convicted. It's only been like two or three cases with misdemeanor trespassing charges that have been um, dismissed. But nobody that's gone in there with a felony has been adjudicated, you know, unbelievable. Um, basically let go. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going in there fighting hard. We're praying hard. I know God will be he, he carved away through the Red Sea for my forefathers. He, he brought Jesus out of the grave. Uh, on the third day, and so nothing is impossible for our Father God, and nothing is impossible in the name of Jesus. And so we're just going in there with faith as our shield, as we always do. Yeah, and I mean, that's what we have to do right now. But as you know, uh, Donald Trump is facing a lot of the same stuff. They're not letting him show 
uh, basically exculpatory evidence. They're not giving him, they're not letting him defend himself in many of these cases. A lot of what uh, you guys are dealing with, they are showing the whole world, not just the United States, the entire world that the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, uh, Chris Ray, all these people are uh, have completely and totally betrayed their oaths, uh, turned uh, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights into into I don't know what it is. It is incredibly sad. But yeah, we are all watching it in real time now. I wanted to know how. you know, it's very sad about what you're saying about the exculpatory evidence is only like you said before, a lot of these people took plea deals and because they couldn't take the torture, they were kept away from their family, their friends uh, being in jail is hell on earth. What they've done to you guys is terrible. These people that took the plea deals, they're never going to be off of a list of unless we turn this all around. They all got they didn't realize I was told later by a couple that now they're on a domestic terror list, even when they travel, when they go to get jobs. I mean, they've destroyed people's lives. And and I'm really proud of you that you're fighting because the fight is worth it. And uh, I know a lot of those people that took deals regret it, um, even though they couldn't handle it. Now they look back and they wish that they did. So uh, it's really extraordinary that you you stay in the game and you, you, you're so supportive to everyone else. Um, you've sent even me and I've looked online on your website. Uh, you're really trying to help many, many more people and uh, putting yourself kind of last. So let's talk about how we can help you. Um, you also made a documentary in there. You have lots of obviously very good friends who and family who love you outside of prison, who have kept your word and your name and your voice and your message going. So um, tell my audience where they can go and how they can follow you, how they can help you, because you I, it's extraordinary watching you go. It really is. Well, Mel, you're one of those people. I want to thank you so much for your support and um, you keeping our name alive in the January 6th plight of the political prisoners alive. So thank you. Yep. Um, and I appreciate that. And there's this one photo. I was watching Braveheart the other night and William Wallace, they're ridiculously outmatched, now numbered. And, you know, they're, they're contemplating turning around and not fighting. And he said, um, we don't have to win. All we have to do is fight. And you know, that's it's, it's we're making a moral principle stand for a history sake right. that you can't take it to the plea deal. You cannot um, succumb to tyranny. You, even though the, the odds are vastly against us walking into a Washington, D.C. trial um, with a biased jury, there is something greater at stake here. And that's, you know, the, the, the re- resolve of our fellow countrymen. They need to see that even under pressure, even under immense, you know, stress and torture, that the conviction of the American patriot to stand up for liberty in our Constitution is not dead. And so I like to try to embody that by by God's grace. And I know many other Jan Sixers embody that who fight all the way, you know, liberty or death style um, stand against this corrupt government and this tyrannical regime that Joe Biden is um, inflicting on us. So that's Wait, let me ask you, what what is the relationship like between how many people are in there with you in the gulag, in the in the hell on earth that you're in? And what's the relationship like between you guys? Well, there it's, it's, so we've had hundreds cycle through here when I was first incarcerated on January 16th, 2021, 1040 days ago. Um, there was only a handful of us here that beginning like 30 or 40 guys that I did the first year here with before I got skipped around all across the country um, to many different federal penitentiaries and 
prisons and Brooklyn and all kinds of gang infested, I mean, horrible places. Um, the, that original crew, they've all been, they're all gone. They're all off the prison pretty much now. There's a new crew now, pretty much of all the six Patriots here in Washington, D.C. jail. I'm in the basement. I'm in the hole. The college there can find them. My brothers are upstairs. The relationship is really one of a family. We fight. We have differences. But at the end of the day, we're all together fighting for the same thing. We love each other, you know, and there's a bond that is in forged that's unbreakable. When the dust settles from this thing, I believe that some of the greatest leaders that this nation is going to have are going to come out of the January 6th movement because we've seen the fire of trial. We've been purified by it, and we know the real consequences of what tyranny looks like, and people can trust the January 6th because we were outside the Capitol that day doing what real patriots do, and you know all the politicians were inside selling our country away to Chinese uh, communist coup d'etat. So, you know, that's, at the end of the day, we're family. We have differences, but we love one another, and we pray together, and we fight together, and we're in this thing together, like it or love it or, or right. hate it, you know? No, I get it. I get it. I just wanted people to know that, like, there are so many people in there, and, and you got to remember this this particular jail you're in, but you've been—it also is part of the torture to bounce you around to different jails. Every time you get comfortable, pull you out. I've seen them do this to you now for two years. Uh, so it's it's really and then to end up back there is such a nightmare. Um, now, let's talk about how people can find you, help you, support you, um, how they can get involved. Uh, you we all your case is everyone's case. As far as I'm concerned, the fact that you have not been in court yet is is unbelievable. So let's talk about what we can do uh, that are listening and watching right now. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so, guys, so. You know, Mel mentioned that we do a lot of my organizations, uh, volunteers, the brothers and sisters in Christ God's put around me. We do a lot to help the dancing community, and that's, that's our ministry. That's our blessing. That's our grace from God. And so I want to ask you guys today, if you guys want to help, we have this amazing new program we put together that has been incredibly successful in the last two months since we started it. It's a monthly sponsorship program for the January Sixers to help them with their commissary funds, Make sure they have hygiene products, food, clothing for the winter, all that stuff. And it was a big burden on their families. Most of them have young wives and kids at home. You know, the breadwinner that they were, the electricians, plumbers, school teachers, they all made the money. They're locked away and their families are really devastated at home. A lot of people have been removed from their houses, bankrupted, cars repossessed. So sponsorj6.com is stepping in there and filling in the gap to, you know, alleviate some of this burden from the families and take care of our 230 currently incarcerated Dan Fixers. So if you guys go to sponsorj6.com, there's a little two-minute animated clip on there. I think Mel's going to play that for yeah, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an amazing opportunity. You can pick 20 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month, whatever you can afford, and you'll sponsor a Dan Fix Patriot. You, you know, we put the money directly on their book. We take care of all 230 incarcerated Dan Fixers. We're putting a hundred bucks a month on every single buddy's books right now. Oh, and right. tens of thousands of dollars a month. And Good. we're blessed. We're so blessed by the community to put this together. So you right. guys can really get involved out there and make a real impact on the life of a Dan Fixer by going to sponsorj6.com. Oh, thank you so much, Jake. Now you uh, yourself, when you when you are able, you do communicate and uh, where can people follow you? And you also made a documentary, which I'll also put up uh, 
in the show as well. But if you can tell people how they can follow your trajectory and what you're doing, uh, I, it's amazing. So uh, tell everyone how to follow you. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, we have the Political Prisoner podcast. I run with Gateway Funding. That's been so immense. I just had Mike Lindell on for Thanksgiving episode. And I post all those episodes on my Twitter and my Instagram. My Twitter is very simple. Just go to Jake Lang J6. Um, we're growing on there. And we do, you know, about a dozen interviews a week with awesome patriots like Mel and, you know, Andrew Steele, Wayne Alroot, Grant Central. I mean, we, we're so blessed. We have a great community of people that, you know, let me on their platforms to speak out about this injustice. So if you go to the Twitter, Jake Lang J6, you can catch all my interviews, Political President Podcast. The documentary um, is on j6truth.org. And that's actually the number one viewed video ever on Rumble still to this day. Wow. Um, at over 2 million views. Um, Great. org is the link for that Excellent. documentary called The Truth About January 6th. Excellent. We'll put it all up. We'll put it all in the uh, in the notes as well, everyone. Uh, please, please go to sponsoredj6.com. Uh, that is going to everyone that's in there. A lot of them not only uh, have families at home that are broke, that have been broken, that have been you know, a devastated. So we want to help them. We're going into the winter. It's cold up there. They got to, unfortunately, they have to take care of themselves and that is up to us. So please sponsor j6.com. Also, uh, j6truth.org. Um, the documentary is over there. You can watch it on Rumble as well. I'll put all the links for Jake below. Um, Jake, any last words for the audience? Because, um, you know, most people couldn't have lived through what you're living through. And we know that we have lost some already, um, but you continue to be positive. And and I have watched you over three years be so supportive to the other people. And I want uh, you to know how grateful I am to you and for keeping uh, so many people in there with you and people that have already gone in, come out. Everyone talks about how Jake Lang uh, has been there for everyone and been a real support. So um, I wanted to give you some last words to say to the people, because the truth is the whole nation right now is feeling very demoralized, uh, very beat down. Uh, we're not in there with you, but we, um, we have one minute remaining. But um, so I wanted you to go out with uh, what you want to say to the American people going forward, because 2024 is going to be, I think, quite a wild year. Well, thank you for that. And I'm humbled. You know, I, I, I just want to be a good servant of God and do as his son does, you know. And I believe that if we get real deal um, in tune with God's spirit in this country, um, each one individually, this is a, a war of the heart and soul. First and foremost, the battle plane is a spiritual one. And so let's get, you know, during the Christmas season, let's open up our hearts to God's word. And that's what's gotten me through every single day of solitary confinement. I get in the word of God every day. I open up my heart. I turn it to the shape of a bowl and I let God pour into me. And so that's the secret right there, guys. That's the, that's the hope of salvation is in the name of Jesus. And he is going to release all of the January Sixers and this whole country from bondage. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, guys. I don't know about you, but I feel a lot better being prepared for whatever's coming. Every day I hear something new. You, something's coming from the CDC. Something's coming from the FDA. The who's trying to take over our... <laughs>
our healthcare system, all this craziness. And what I know is that one man really changed my life, how I look at everything that's happening to me health-wise. And that was Dr. Zelenko. He was a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show. And he came up with the most amazing product. Z-Stack has been a game changer for us. We have not been sick since we've been on it. We take it regularly. If we feel like we're coming down with something, we'll double up. But he has all new products over at the website. God rest his soul. He did not leave us unprepared. And that is very important for you to prepare. So he's got Z-Shield. He's got a kid Z-Stack, which is awesome. He's got Z-Flu, Z-Detox. He's got all kinds of things. He always said to me, your, your immune system must be clean, resilient, and resistant. This matters the most. And what I can say on top of that is that he supported me. He supported free speech. He supported medical freedom. He supported personal liberty and everything that I believe in, he believed in. He inspired me to be myself, to speak up, to speak out. And what matters is that you are feeling healthy, whole, clean, clear, focused, and that your immune system is protected from anything that comes our way. And Z-Stack is the best way to do that. Please stock up on Z-Stack. Go to themelkshow.com. Go to our partners page. Goes down to Z-Stack. That also supports the show. When you buy from our partners, these great people, especially Dr. Zelenko, who is dear to me, you are supporting the show and keeping us going. And I know that truth, freedom, and the First Amendment matter to you. They mattered to him. They mattered to me. So make sure you're always healthy. You're always out there. You're always standing up. Be brave. Courage is contagious. The narrative is falling apart, but as it does, there's so much of this fraudulent disinformation, misinformation, censorship coming from the globalists. And what we need to do is be focused on the facts, cut through everything, be discerning and get it first and foremost out there to everyone. It is important that you know what is going on. Censorship is getting nuts. You guys know it. There's accounts all over the place that are fake, that are not me. I know you guys send me emails and I really appreciate it. And you report it and it's on Telegram and Instagram and Twitter and they're not me. So I'm super excited to announce We The People with Mel K. Be the first to join. It's a VIP community, just you and me behind a paywall, no trolls, no nothing. We get to know each other. I will give you the facts first. I break a lot of stories a long time before other people. We can talk about past, present, future, history, what we're doing now, solutions for going forward, what 2024 is gonna look like. I'm gonna do breaking news, do a lot of deep dives. I'm gonna bring that information to you guys first in a live Q&A every week. So please click the link below and join me over there. We are going to create a community, a community that is censorship proof, it's cancel proof, it's truth, it's transparency, it's on the road to God, country, justice, everything that we want in one place. This is the most incredible, amazing time to be alive. As hard as it seems and as difficult as the battle has been for you guys and definitely for me, all I know is that we all are part of the solution. We are all involved and invested and you guys have the passion that I have. So let's join together on live Q and A's once a week with me, Mel Kay, we the people of the United States taking back this nation. This is so exciting guys. I've been dying to do this and we finally got the technology right. So please join me. Click the link below. Can't wait to get started.